October 7th. I am Trent Reinsmith, and this is another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. Today's topics, could UFC fighters refuse to fight Colby Covington because of his racist remarks? I say yes. The hypocrisy of the UFC cutting a fighter who got jail time while bouncing at a bar, but signing Greg Hardy and allegedly bringing Anthony Johnson back to the fold. Come on now. Dustin Poirier, Poirier says he's paid in full, but Tony Ferguson, he's saying something much different. And closing it out, come on now, Ali Abdelaziz. Threatening a media member but getting cozy with the UFC COO? Come on now. So Landon Donovan is now coaching the San Diego Loyal. And the team has an openly gay player on, on the team. And his name is Colin Martin. And... The Loyal was playing um, a Phoenix team, and Martin said that he was called a homophobic slur by a, t- a player on the other team. So Donovan talked to the uh, referee about it, and he said he heard what was said, but he didn't know what, what it meant, so he couldn't red card the player because... He, he the, the, the player was Jamaican and it was a, a Jamaican homophobic slur. But Martin knew what it meant and so did Donovan, I guess. And so Donovan said he understood the referee's ruling, but then he went to the coach of the opposition team and he told the coach that he will he would pull his team off the pitch if the issue was not addressed, if he didn't pull the player off the pitch and the coach said he was not pulling the player and then so Donovan's team walked off the field and they forfeited the game and and lost the chance to go to the playoffs. And so why am I bringing this up? And the answer to that is Colby Covington. So we know Colby Covington has said some racist things and if you show me you're a racist, then you are a racist. And that echoes um, what Sajara Eubanks said when she was asked about Covington's remarks. And Leon Edwards recently said that Covington, what Covington said was racist. Several other fighters have said that what he said was racist. I believe what he said was racist, and I believe he is a racist for saying that. And... That's just my opinion. But like I said, you show me you're a racist. You know, you're a racist. You don't act like a racist. That's stupid. You know. But my question then is, if you're a fighter who has strong anti-racist feelings, could you or should you turn down a fight with Colby Covington? And when you do that, do you also... Tell the UFC that, and then also tell the press that. And I think the answer to all those questions is yes. Because that sends a message to the UFC that you're not going to put up with this shit anymore. And Dana White will put up for it. He's made that clear. He said that he didn't hear anything that 
that Covington said that was racist, which is obviously a cop-out. Obviously, he's heard this by now, and if he doesn't think that race that what Covington said was racist, well, that tells you a little bit about Dana White, or a lot, depending on your how you look at things. And so if you say, no, I'm not going to fight this guy because he's a racist and I, I don't stand for that shit. And somebody will say, well, then, you know, you get the chance to beat him up. But that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is the UFC hasn't reacted or done shit about it. And it should. But it it shrugged its shoulders and White said, oh, I, I didn't hear anything racist. And then he went on with the old, you know, we don't stifle anybody. But this is a company that's also told fighters they can't use specific um, walkout songs because White doesn't like them or thinks they're not hard enough or some shit like that. So you can stifle a song because you don't like it, but you can't stifle someone from saying something racist. Cop out. 100% a cop out. For all the tough talk shit White spews at the media and the fans, he doesn't do anything when his fighters step out of line. How many times have Cow- has Cowboy Cerrone said said something homophobic? And how many times has Cowboy Cerrone been punished for it? The only thing Cerrone had to do when he said something homophobic once was apologize. And then he went on Rogan's show and told Rogan that he was forced to apologize, which means the apology, and I mean, you knew the apology was fake regardless, but you, you know, you don't say that part out loud. But Cerrone did. And nothing then either. Because the UFC doesn't give a shit about these things. They don't care about homophobia. They don't care about racism. They don't care about sexism. They don't. They just shrug it off and say, well, this is the fight game and people say mean things. But hockey's not. Hockey has fights. Hockey's a tough game. They don't put up with this shit. Football, same same kind of deal. Don't put up with that shit. But White continuously puts up with it. And it needs to be addressed. And so if a fighter says, I'm not going to fight Colby Covington because he's racist, and then tells the press, I turned down a fight with Colby Covington because he's racist, and the UFC doesn't do anything to address that racism, well, then then the UFC has to pick a side. Do you pick a side of the guy who stood up and was actively anti-racist, or do you pick the side of the guy who spewed that racism? Make them pick a side. See which side they pick. That's that's what I would do. And all this other bullshit, just excuses. The mean things, excuses. The I didn't hear it, an excuse. The uh, we don't stifle anybody, an excuse. Enough with the excuses. We need an act. We need action, one way or the other, one way or the other. Address it, and say okay. I accept this guy's racist talk. And okay, that's cool. You showed who you were just as much as Colby Covington showed who he was. But the issue has got to be addressed or, you know, the next person that comes down the line that says, I need a gimmick to get over, I'm going to be the racist dude. Well, you can't tell him to shut up because you let Colby Covington do it. You let Chael Sonnen do it. You let Conor McGregor do it. There has to be a, a, a point where it stops before it gets so out of control that everybody just feels comfortable spewing all this bullshit. And they already feel comfortable doing talking sexist and homophobic, so what's the next thing? I would say 
someone needs to stand up and say, I'm not fighting Colby Covington because what he said was racist. And then, like I said, make the UFC address it. Make them pick a side. Until that happens, this moron's just going to be out spewing bullshit and White's just going to be out making excuses for that bullshit. Force the issue. Ben Sassoli has been released by the UFC. He went 0-1-0-2 at two no contests and a loss. The loss came in February. He was released earlier this week. Now, the timing is weird on this. If you just look at timing of release from February to October is a fairly lengthy amount of time. But the release came after he was found guilty of uh, recklessly causing serious injury in Australia where he was working as a responsible service server of alcohol officer. He got into a tussle with someone that was too, he deemed too drunk to be in the bar. And then he punched a man in the jaw and he had a, the guy had to get surgery to get fixed up. So the release came after he was sentenced to jail time for that. So the, the release seems tied to more the guilty finding than the record. Because if he was going to be released for his record, that probably would have happened a lot sooner than October, don't you think? So anyway, what I think here this shows is the hypocrisy a bit of the UFC. Now, yes, he was found guilty and they released him fine. But meanwhile, they actively signed Greg Hardy, paid him an enormous uh, salary for his experience. He's up in the six figures, and he's not a good fighter. But I think the UFC is trying to capitalize on his name, which is kind of gross, considering that Hardy was found guilty of domestic violence, I think it was. It was violence against a woman, that's for sure. Um, he was found guilty by a judge on that. And Dana White will say he wasn't found guilty, but he was. The judge found him guilty, and then they, then Hardy asked for another trial, a jury trial, and then the woman stopped cooperating, which can happen for several reasons. One, fear. Two, uh, settlement off the books. Three just disappeared. Whatever the reason, but the initial the initial finding, and you can look this up on Deadspin, the uh, photos and everything, was that the judge found Greg Hardy guilty. So no matter what anyone says, he was found guilty. And so that's a fact. Now, after that, it was expunged from his record because of the 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 her the woman's unwillingness to work with the prosecutors and then there's also Anthony uh, Johnson who has been to counseling for violence against women on three occasions and the UFC has is allegedly going to welcome him back with open arms but Ben Sassoli gets cut gets released maybe it's because he was found guilty but I mean, so was Greg Hardy. And I don't recall if Johnson ever was found guilty. I don't know if his things ever went to trial. I know he pleaded no contest at least once. And he had three incidents of counseling for it. So it's not like he's um, a responsible citizen. And I, I still don't understand the signing of Hardy because 
he got run out of the NFL after being, I think, a pro bowler. No team in the league would touch him. He was toxic. No NFL team would touch him, and he wasn't a bad player by any means, which tells you how distasteful he had been to the league, not just one team, but to every team. But yet the UFC welcomed him in, paid him a big salary, and put him up at top of the at near the top of the cards because they can cash in on his name value, and that's pretty cynical and disgusting, if you ask me. Same thing with Johnson. They're not going to let him go because someone else will sign him and he'll do whatever he's going to do wherever. But the UFC knows that they can make money off Johnson's name. So they ignore the past and hope for no problems in the future. Now, this is the same Dana White who said you'd never bounce back from putting your hands on a woman. And we know that that's been proven wrong many times over in the UFC. So, like I said... Ben Sassoli gets released because the UFC can't really make money off of him. Greg Hardy, Anthony Johnson, welcome into the UFC, boys. It's it's uh, it's hypocritical, and I don't I don't like it. I don't understand it, and never take Dana White seriously when he speaks about domestic violence in any way. Because how can you? How can you? You can't, and don't. I'm not sure what's happening, but today Dustin Poirier tweeted that he was paid in full, and so I expect that he has got what he wanted for a fight. He did not say who he was going to fight, so that's a mystery. And at the same time, on Tuesday, Tony Ferguson went on ESPN and had some things to say. And here's what Ferguson had to say. I'm going to be real. I don't know what their plans were before or after, but I was already ready. I was already counting on it. Seriously, I planned around it. I'm not much of a planner, so I was already going ahead of it. But then Dana wanted to speak for me. He wanted to go out there and be like, Tony is going to take this fight. Like, bro, we're not friends. I never said we were friends. It's just business, right? I'm there when you need me, and then obviously when you don't. Seriously, man, I'm a contractor. I do my thing. I love him, and I love UFC and stuff like that, but I'm just a piece of meat out there. Do you know what I mean? And then this was for the, I guess, the Chandler fight. And he was unhappy with the money, so he said he wasn't going to fight. And then the Poye fight got talked about. And he said the UFC kept delaying, telling us the Poye fight was confirmed. It was like the minute they asked, I'm still training for Dustin for the Chandler thing. Now they're bringing in a new dude who I have no clue who he is. I'm not trying to, I guess shit on him from a marketing standpoint, but the dude has less than 100,000 followers on Twitter. You're going to try to get him more notoriety by throwing him against me and throw him on the Habib card. I get that, but don't pay him more than us. He has zero time in the UFC. I don't know about roids and all that stuff. I don't get into that with that, with everybody. And, and he says, I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I want to fight Chandler. You want, you're welcome. You want to do this. Yeah, let's put it on paper. UFC, let's make the money right. Let's make it interesting. I drop pay-per-views. They wanted value. I created value. Here I am. And that that fight did not obviously happen. And the Poirier fight didn't happen either because both of them didn't like the money. Um, so maybe this is coming together and that will happen, but I don't know. And so Ferguson is pretty pissed off that he didn't get the money, the money right. And he went on to say, everybody wants me to fight Habib, right? 
but I've got to earn my right back. Okay, cool. Who's it going to be? Dustin or is it going to be Chandler? I don't I don't give a expletive. I said it was a tournament. Now, now we're adding in people. All right, cool. Here we go again. Today marks a celebration, right? I'll be even McGregor. That wouldn't have happened unless they stripped my belt. So expletive. You pay me instead of this expletive clown. So, yeah. I don't know what Tony Ferguson was asking monetarily. I can't think that it was too much for either Fight Chandler or Poirier, but obviously they did not think it was worth the money. And this is the UFC's deal. They don't think anyone's worth the money. So no fighter gets his worth or her worth. It just doesn't happen. And it's got to happen. And I agree with, with Ferguson that he should be paid his worth. If Poirier got the money right, I hope that that means that he's going to fight Ferguson because they stood together earlier when the money couldn't get, get correct for either for either of those guys to fight. And, and I hope that, that that still is the case. Now, if it's McGregor, then I, I don't like that Poirier would have moved on without trying to get Ferguson his money right. But I can kind of understand it because... It's Conor McGregor, and you know that's a big fight. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here now that Poirier is satisfied. So if Poirier is satisfied, can they get Ferguson satisfied to fight Poirier? Can they get McGregor satisfied to fight whoever? And, you know, pay these guys. Pay them, because we know the UFC still underpays everyone. We know the UFC only gives the fighters less than 20% of their revenue and the UFC takes more than 80. We know all that. We know it. So come on. Pay these guys that have been doing the right thing for years. Pay them what they're worth. It just makes sense. Because I want to see Tony Ferguson more than I want to see some guy from the Dana White Contender Series. You could give me Every guy on the, every fighter on the contender series, and there's no one in that group that I would want to see more than I want to see Ferguson fight Poirier. Just none of them, nothing. So that tells you something. And you can fill a card with a bunch of no-name guys. That's fine, but don't expect fans to be all excited about it. Sooner or later, the fight card every weekend with nine out of 12 fights with people they don't know is going to start to fail. And when that happens, the UFC is going to be looking for guys like Ferguson and Poirier. And then what happens? You didn't want to pay them before, but now you need them. Now you're going to pay them. Just pay them. Stop the bullshit games and just pay these folks. When the Gilbert Burns and Kamaru Usman fight fell through, ESPN's era, the Hawani tweeted out, that those two should fight for the number one contender status if Burns doesn't want to sit out. And that makes sense. If Burns, does, Burns doesn't want to sit out, Burns and Edwards is a good fight. They're, they're in the, at the top of the rankings. That's a good fight to make. Now, if Burns does want to sit out, he can sit out and wait for the guaranteed title fight. That's fine, too. That's, that's how I take it. If he wants to sit out, he can sit out. Burns said, tweeted something back at Hawani. I don't know what that was. And then Ali Abdelaziz got in and said something about smacking Hawani or something like that, trying to be some kind of intimidator or whatever. That's just his thing. 
And then, not long after that, he, Abdelaziz, tweeted something about how UFC COO Lawrence Epstein's the man or something to that effect, which, you know, there's your loyalties. There's your manager's loyalties. He won't let you appear on probably the biggest show on ESPN as far as MMA goes, but he'll cozy up to the COO of UFC, and that should be a red flag. If your manager is cozying up not to the media who can get you exposure on the big on the biggest sports network, but to the COO of the organization that pays you, you got to look at that and say, you know what? Something might not be right here. Something might not be right. And again, I don't know how Abdelaziz gets gets these 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 fighters to believe in him. He's a he he you know threatened Helwani in that tweet more or less, which is childish and immature and makes everybody on his roster look stupid. Because I don't want a grown ass man who is allegedly representing me as a professional manager threatening journalists. What does that do for me? It makes me look silly. It makes me look like I have a bully for a manager, which. You do. You do have a bully for a manager if, you're, if your manager is Abdelaziz. And he tried to excuse it by saying if one of the guys has a problem, they all have a problem. And that's fine. But if you have a problem, you can handle a problem like a goddamn adult, can't you? I would think you could. And and so, I don't know, man. Abdelaziz gets to come on now again. Maybe just call it the Abde, Ali Abdelaziz Award at this point because... Come on now, man. Why are you threatening a, a goddamn journalist? Why? Does it make does it make it tough, guy? Come on, man. Come on now. Ali Abdelaziz. Come on now. I uh, will be back tomorrow. But until then, everyone stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>